Hello once again, this is Mike Fanduzzi with the Hopeful Headlines, and today we're going to be talking about sargasm. Not sarcasm, but sargasm, the seaweed. And some of you might not be familiar with it, but if you're on the East Coast, especially Southeast of the United States, uh, you've probably seen it and heard of it on the news because right now it's like everywhere because people are calling it a toxic menace. And uh, at least that's what they're reporting. And, and I want to talk to you about this real quick because you can look at it and have different perspectives about it. And this is what we need to do with different things in life. You know, no matter what's happening, uh, what's that, always look on the bright side of life, right? Monty Python, right? So all this stuff is washing up on the beach, millions and millions of tons of it. And they can see it coming. It floats up on top when they're, they're flying overhead. They can see big patches of it. And this year, the bloom has reached, it's stretched all the way from Africa, all the way here to the States and, and down to South America. So they said it's two or three times as big as uh, the one from last year. And they usually deal with it for a couple of weeks out of the year. But this, this year, they said, you know, it started early. It's going to go on for months and months and months. Now, uh, most people, like I said, yeah, there's a little bit of seaweed there. We, we're used to it. You know, we walk on it. Uh, they were interviewing people down there. Some people are laughing, having fun, just jumping over the seaweed. One old guy had it on his head like a wig and was laughing. He said, it's nature. It's beautiful. The people who are worried about it are the people that have, uh, they live, you know, on the beach or uh, their income comes from it, from like hotels and um down in uh, South America, I actually researched it a little bit because we've been having a wash up here and we hear it in the news once in a while. And and then I saw the story about some guy down in Mexico and I did a little research and just Googled. You guys can go on YouTube too and just punch in sargasm seaweed. It's S-A-R-G-A-S-S-U-M. There was a lot of stuff going back years and years and years. And this one guy, Omar Vasquez Sanchez, he, he grew up, his, I'm not going to give you his whole life story in that, but he had a rough childhood, was substance abuser, moved back and forth to the United States and back down to Mexico, back home. And, and he was working at uh, Cancun, I think one of these resort areas. And those people would see the stuff as a nuisance coming in because people want to go out. It's the, the nicest beaches, right, in the world. And people go there to vacation and they don't want to deal with seaweed. So these hotels would have to collect all of the seaweed. And what they would do is they didn't know what to do with it. It's just a bunch of seaweed. Some of them would try and plow it under. The other ones would just rake it up and take truckloads of the stuff out every day. And Omar was working with that because he said it made it feel like him because he was, when he was a substance abuser, an an alcoholic, people would just turn away, not want to do anything about you, not want to have anything to do with you and, and just turn a blind eye. And he was seeing, you know, everybody's looking at the seaweed, you know, it, it was washing up, breaking down, smelled like rotten eggs. People were on vacation. Nobody wanted to deal with it. Nobody wanted it around. And, and he just wanted to make a bad situation good. So he took some of the seaweed, mixed it up like they do adobe bricks with some clay in that. And, and it's still 70% of the seaweed in each brick. And he, he built these adobe bricks out of it. And they've actually built some houses, and I think that's a couple of years ago, but I wonder what they're, they're up to now. And, and they, they built some houses, and I think they donated a couple to some people. You know, they're not building mansions or anything out of it, but this down in Mexico. And it's just something to think about. Somebody who takes something, and everybody, 
almost everyone that's out there just sees it as, as a nuisance, you know, and they just don't want to deal with it. And he takes it and he turns it into something that they can make into a business. And when everybody's standing there on the shore, you know, it's uh, winter, right? And it's starting to warm up. It's spring. Everybody's waiting to hit the beach. And they're all jumping out there and having a good time. And then all of a sudden, these blooms of seaweed start coming in. And all of the resort owners and everything are looking on the news and watching these overhead photos of it and, and just seeing blobs of this stuff, you know, heading their way. And everybody sees it as a nuisance. And Omar probably looks at it in, with dollar signs in his eyes, right? Like that that's where he's making some money is off of the seaweed. When it comes in, they're going to take it and, and make some bricks. Now, you know, he's just small, you know, little company and doing that. But if they did that on a big scale, imagine what uh, could happen or, or learn to do something. You know, who knows if you could take that and make it into something else, some kind of, you know, product. Like they, they make a lot of things out of seaweed. Maybe we can make a biodegradable product or something out of it. But if, if there's this natural resource that's coming in and nobody wants it, you know, that's an opportunity. So if people look at it that way instead of just thinking like, you know, it's an inconvenience for everyone because we can't go walk on the sandy beach. There's too much seaweed. You know, that that's a unique perspective. And I think everybody needs to look at it that way. Maybe even as a whole, yeah, all of these resorts are like putting big uh, styrofoam booms out, trying to corral it as it comes in and pull it up to the beach in one section and, and load it in trucks. And they're actually taking it out to like landfills, just piling it up and letting it decompose. And uh, they said there's concerns about that because they don't know if the seaweed is absorbing all of the mercury and lead and stuff that's in the ocean. Uh, they said that pollution and the warm temperatures is what's causing these blooms to be exceptionally big and that they're not sure, you know, what the concentrations of it is. So if they take it and they keep taking it somewhere and, and putting it one landfill and it decompose, you know, is that runoff going to go into the groundwater and the drinking water and that too? So they're looking into all of that. Uh, but what if it's the pollution was there? What if this is mother nature? Like, saying okay you guys screwed up the ocean and that uh, you know it's on the brink of, of disaster i'm going to give you a second chance and we're going to make this huge bloom seaweed bloom and it's going to absorb a lot of these toxins and it'll wash it up in one place and it's just scrubbing the ocean and washing up on the shore where we've only been going for maybe a couple hundred years I mean, if you look back in history, how long has man, you know, America's only been here for, you know, a couple hundred years, right? So how long have we actually been on the uh, shorelines as uh, recreation? You know, everybody was living there. They were making a living, fishing, going back and forth, and people were living close to it or, or nearby so they could get back and forth and fish. But uh, there wasn't a whole lot of re recreation along all the shorelines especially if you look throughout the history of the world and the planet, you know, all the shorelines and that there weren't a whole lot of people on them just having fun and just soaking up the sun. So what if mother nature made this huge bloom and it happens every year and it's just to scrub the oceans a little bit and deposit it in one place where it can decompose and, and, and be out of the ocean where it won't harm the, the ocean life. You know, who knows? It's just speculation. It's just just thoughts that I have. You know, when I hear things like this, my 
brain goes to weird places. But, you know, what if that is nature trying to clean up? And what we're doing is working against it. We see it as a nuisance, whereas it's something that could be a positive. It's something that nature has done that is on such a massive, massive scale that she's made something that stretches from Africa to South America. There's no way that we could do that and collect it all and and have it depositing in in some place that we, we can collect it. Some others, nature has done this incredible feat, and we see it as a nuisance, and we're trying to stop it. They're, the problem is they're, they're trying to figure out what the cause is so they can stop the problem. When it may not be a problem, it may be a solution. Just things that I think about, and, uh, and like Omar, you know, you look at something, and it's a bad situation and trying to make a good situation out of it, right? So have a good outlook on life. Um, I want to hear your stories. I'm getting things set up. I think in the last one I mentioned that I had an email account and I said the hopeful headlines podcast and I said dot com. It's actually the hopeful headlines podcast at gmail.com. Uh, send your stories there. I'll be getting those together. Start sharing some of your stories. And I do have the website but I haven't got it set up. It's nothing's on there and, and it's under construction and that. So um, that will be forthcoming. But for right now, there's, it's not a website. It's just the Gmail. So it's the Hopeful Headlines podcast at gmail.com. And just send me your stories and let me know what you think. And we'll just keep on having a good time. If uh, I hope that I'm out there at least cheering up one or two of you out there. And because you're uh, cheering me up, just getting on here, it makes me feel better just coming on and sharing these stories and that. So you guys get out there and live to inspire. Keep on growing. Be the change. Mike Van Duzzi with Hopeful Headlines. We'll catch you later. <laughs>